You're listening to the CryptoCast Podcast. Welcome to the Crypto and Blockchain Talk. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hola. Shalom. Hello. Namaste. Nihau. Vivet. Hello. Salut. Yassas. Salve. Ciao. Bonjour. Our podcast talks about the latest trends in the worlds of cryptocurrencies and the blockchain. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Crypto and Blockchain Talk. I thought this week we would look at one of the most famous PR stunts that backfired in the world of ICOs. And here we are talking about the SaveDroid ICO PR stunt. So let's put it this way. If you are ever looking for a way to attract public attention to your ICO and raise international awareness for your product or cause, here is a way how not to do it. There have been many controversial PR stunts surrounding ICOs, including Ask FM's Mount Everest climbing tragedy that led to the death of a Sherpa man who was hired, but the PR stunt surrounding SaveDroid and its founder Yasin Hankir is probably one of the most controversial PR stunts in not just ICO history, but in the history of any company who is trying to do a successful marketing campaign. The project itself started off very promising. The founders of SaveDroid, a Mr. Yasin Hankir, Marco Troutman, and Tobias Zander, developed an intelligent savings app based on artificial intelligence that allowed its users to set their own savings rules called smooths, thus connecting their savings transactions with their individual lifestyle by using if this then that functions. You can think of it like this. If you set up the smooth to save five euros every time you went for a jog, the SaveDroid app connected to your fitness tracker to recognize every time you've been for a jog, and it would therefore automatically send five euros from your bank account to your SaveDroid account. The overall idea of the SaveDroid application was to make saving more fun and engaging. Not only the idea itself seemed promising, but also the team behind the project consisted of numerous AI and fintech specialists with years of experience. The project even got backed up by renowned partners such as Czech24, Deutsche Börse, Drillish, Freenet, Wirecard, and many more. Seems like a pretty interesting project to invest in, right? That is exactly what many other people thought, but now here comes the deal. Quickly after raising around 40 million euros during their ICO or initial coin offering, the website and the Telegram chat were shut down, leaving investors only with a South Park meme saying, it's gone. While no one replied to phone calls and messages that were coming in from furious investors, CEO Yasin Hankir tweeted a picture of himself at the airport saying, thanks guys, over and out, hashtag SaveDroidICO, 
hinting even more to a possible exit scam, which unfortunately does happen way too often in the ICO scene. After receiving death threats, however, Hank here realized that the situation got way out of control. To dissolve the situation, he claimed that the exit scam was only a PR stunt to raise awareness. Yasin Hankir really sent his investors on a very emotional roller coaster ride. Was this really the right thing to do to raise awareness for an ICO? Definitely not. And even though the PR stunt was able to gain international attention, it was definitely done in all the wrong ways. The backlash coming from the stunt, in fact, is so severe that the SaveDroid team still has troubles gaining back trust from their investors. Yet one question still remains. Was it in fact a real exit scam? And was the PR stunt just an excuse made up by Hank here to save himself from that situation? Or was it really just a very bad exercise in marketing and PR? Now this is only something that Hank here himself can answer. So was this really an exit scam, or really just a very bad PR stunt, or something else. And this is only something that you can judge for yourself. Now remember, every time there's any kind of investment opportunity, whether it be an ICO, an STO, any kind of investment that involves cryptocurrency or not, you need to do your own due diligence and really research every project and make sure it stands up on its own merits. And that includes looking in depth at the team and researching what their actual experience is within the sector that they are building their project. In saying that, let's now look at how it all began. SaveDroid was founded in 2015 by Hankier, Troutman, and Xander in Frankfurt, Germany. The organization itself is organized as a stock corporation, making it the first ICO that follows German legislation and regulation. Their smart savings app is based on artificial intelligence and was well received by the fintech community, investors, and app users, and recorded prior to the integration of cryptocurrencies around 200,000 downloads and 10 million in transactions since its launch in October 2016. After realizing that many investors are turned off by crypto investments due to the technological entry barriers and the complexity that rules within the space, the founders of SaveDroid wanted to extend the use cases of their app to the crypto market. Their goal was to make crypto investments accessible for the masses, enabling the users of their app to have easy and convenient access to investments in investment portfolios, including coins like Ethereum, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ripple, etc. The idea of saving cryptocurrencies in a simplified and gamified way was well received by investors, raising 3 million in equity. And as said before, it was backed up by major partners, including Wirecard and Freenet. During their ICO, SaveDroid managed to sell 4 billion tokens. Instead of raising 10 to 15 million euros, which was the amount they initially aimed for, 
they managed to collect three times as much, a whopping sum of 35 to 40 million euros from around 35,000 investors, which only shows the enormous potential that their project had. However, quickly after raising the money, the CEO, Hank Kier, carried out one of the most controversial PR stunts in crypto history, while at the same time possibly damaging the company beyond any control. It's gone. That's what was posted on their website with a meme from South Park. This was the only thing investors were left with after SaveDroid's successful ICO. Their website as well as their Telegram channel were shut down. And the South Park meme didn't just say it's gone, it said, and it's gone, which of course hints to a possible exit scam. No one replied to incoming calls and messages from concerned and by now furious investors. Instead, they were spammed with porn by automated bots. In addition, concerned investors flocked to the offices of SaveDroid only to find the office was cleared out and pictures were posted of the cleared out offices on the internet, on all channels. Meanwhile, the CEO himself, Hank Heer, triggered even more fear by tweeting a picture of himself at the airport, as well as a picture that showed him drinking a beer at the beach with the caption, thanks guys, over and out. The mood amongst investors was mixed. Some feared that Hank here took the money and ran off. Others were certain that SaveDroid became the victim to a very malicious hack attack. However, the more time passed, the more the mood turned ugly. Eventually, investors got so scared of the thought that they lost all of their investments to an exit scam that they started a manhunt for Hank here. People got so crazy with tracking Hank here down that they even figured out the exact location of the beach resort that Hank here was supposedly enjoying his beer at, you know, the one that he posted the picture of himself on the beach, which by the way, the coordinates were 26.155949 and 34.244912, which shows just how crazy some people were to find him. And at this point, if Hank here wasn't reading all of the dark web notices that were being said about him, or even just the ones that were on Telegram, they would have scared even the hardest people to their core, because many people wanted him, as they said, dead or alive. He received death threats via Twitter and Telegram with people saying, I lost $70,000 can I hire 10 hitmen? And they wanted applications. Another suggested that he can fly immediately from his home and do something very nasty to Hank here. After 24 hours passed, Hank here dissolved the situation with a YouTube video saying it was all a PR stunt to raise awareness to the shortcomings of the ICO space and at the same time market his new business idea, an ICO advice service that helps startups build a trustworthy ICO, as it is very common in the space for ICOs to collect the money and then run off. I guess he never heard of something called escrow services. 
Anyway, he not only wanted to emphasize the need for regulations in the space, but also the need for investors to start educating themselves more on projects that they are investing in to prevent fraudulent scams from happening. Hank Kier's campaign was definitely able to gain international attention as major news sites like CCN, Bloomberg, CNN, TechCrunch, and many more responded to his PR stunt, but not in the way that SaveDroid the company hoped that they would. True to the motto, better bad publicity than no publicity, Hank Kier was able to trigger a storm and destroy the last bit of hope that people had in the crypto space. While Hank Kier is still convinced seemingly that the end justifies the means and claims that his PR stunt was a necessary wake-up call to raise awareness to the scamminess of the space, others found his actions to say, at the least, disrespectful and harmful not only towards his investors, but towards SaveDroid's business partners who had no clue about Hankir's plans. But how easy would it be for Hankir to have taken the money and run off? In a statement, Hankir admits that he would never have been able to carry out an all-out exit scam. However, he would have been able to take a considerable sum of money and run. In fact, 10 of the 40 million euros raised by SaveDroid are deposited at Frick Bank, and attorney Axel Hellinger reacted in the following way. He stated on Twitter, all assets from the SaveDroid ICO are safe and under no circumstances could have been withdrawn due to escrow. Bank Frick fails completely to understand the PR stunt of SaveDroid CEO Yasin Hankir, as we prefer working with professionals. Well, that is a pretty strong statement, and it obviously shows how they feel about their business partner. But the question also remains, how was Hankir able to disappear for 24 hours without letting the world know where he was at? Hankir was only able to pull this off as only SaveDroid employees were informed about the coming PR stunt. On the day of the fake exit scam, Hankir and his team chose to drive to Wiesbaden, a city 50 kilometers away from Frankfurt, to operate from there. Hankir was concerned about the safety of his team as all the team members had their pictures up on the SaveDroid white paper. He wanted to avoid violent incidents with furious investors. Actually, this is another reason why some SaveDroid business partners were not as alarmed when questioned about SaveDroid's possible exit scam. Hank here and all his employees were public figures, which makes it definitely harder for them to disappear without notice. Not impossible, I may add, but hard. In retrospect, Hank here admits that the PR stunt was very spontaneous and not well thought out, which may be also the understatement of the century. The PR stunt has definitely left its mark on the company, and not in a good way. Even though they were able to raise international awareness for their cause, and apparently had noble reasons to justify their actions, investors as well as business partners have lost their trust. 
Furthermore, many wanted to cancel their business relations with SaveDroid, as they felt that working with SaveDroid would also damage their own business's public image. In fact, no one remembers the PR stunt as a means to raise awareness to the shortcomings of the ICO space and the need for further and better regulations. Instead, people will always remember for the one thing it actually was a very poorly thought out PR stunt. Yet still today, SaveDroid continues to exist. And Yasin Henkir will actually speak at the EU Startup Summit in Barcelona this year, where he will talk about the democratization of crypto. So will investors ever forgive Henkir for his fake exit scam? Well, only time can tell. But hopefully, Henkir himself learned a very valuable lesson. This has been Crypto and Blockchain Talk. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's edition. And remember to tell your friends and family that they can download us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbeam, and Spotify. Please like us on Twitter and Facebook, and stay tuned next week for another edition of Crypto and Blockchain Talk. Have a really great day. Bye. for listening to the CryptoCast podcast. Stay tuned in for more episodes.
Thanks for listening to the CryptoCast podcast. Stay tuned in for more episodes.